that execute justice and righteousness in the land. We are connected to history and to people. We are connected to the larger story of God, this accumulation of stories that make up time as the movement of God leads towards shalom. As followers of Jesus, the text from Jeremiah today is our story. And we recognize that this prophecy foretold the coming of Jesus, the incarnation of the first in flesh, Christ, God's love made manifest in the particularities of time and place and people and story as a way of love in Jesus. During these four weeks of Advent, we are going to be looking at passages from the Old Testament to the New Testament. These are texts from the lectionary, which we tend to do uh, during Advent and Lent, alongside the global church that, that many of uh, churches throughout the world use the lectionary. So we will join in that way. And as people, Adam, or humankind, who are of the Adama and the land, we pay attention to how Christ continues to come to us in flesh and the particularities. Our second lectionary text for today comes from Luke chapter 21. It is part of the larger section of Jesus' discourse about his future coming and the destruction of the temple and of Jerusalem. Sometimes this is spoken of as the final judgment. And we've all heard various eschatological ponderings and predictions. And no matter our views or wonderings about what will happen in these end times, we hold to this, and Brenda made mention of this. We are situated in the story between the incarnation of the first in flesh Christ and the time when all will be made right and justice and redeemed and whole. Jesus shares that even the temple those structures and institutions that have held power and hoarded treasures at the expense of the poor and marginalized will be destroyed. Then he says in verse 25, Luke chapter 21, there will be signs in the sun and moon and the stars and on the earth, distress among nations confused by the roaring of the sea and of the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He continues on with this lesson from the fig tree to really drive home the point that when you see these signs, we know that the kingdom of God is near. These two phrases, your redemption is drawing near and the kingdom of God is drawing near, point to the particularities of time. Time that might best be described as the already and not yet, or the time seen from God's perspective. And time reveals redemption. And Jesus speaks of redemption that is good news for all, not just for those in Jerusalem who were given the original promise as described in Jeremiah's prophecy, but for all who respond faithfully to Jesus as Lord. Jesus has already promised that in the face of persecution, in verse 15 of chapter 21, he says, I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. God's love is made manifest in the particularities of time. 
as it was at the birth of Jesus and will be at the end, so it continues each day in the between times. So in verse 36, Jesus exhorts his followers to be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Today, at this present time, defined by the reckoning of our history, traumas endured and committed, the impacts of global warming, social and familial unravelings of all sorts, a global pandemic, and another Advent season upon us. We pause and we hope. Amidst the world groaning, we join together in hopeful anticipation for Emmanuel, God with us, to be made visible among us once again. So in each and every moment, we pray, let us wait expectant with hopeful anticipation so that we might be able to stand when all is finally liberated from the grave. Amen. You can turn to your